0: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, and welcome to the latest episode of escapes and Destruction. Today, I've got the great pleasure of being joined by artist Sig Harvey. Good morning, afternoon, Sig?
1: It's good afternoon.
0: It's 2.15. 2.15. Well, thank you very much for joining me. Um, I think we join on the the first anniversary of... uh, Blue Violet's publication, the first edition. So um, that was through no, no planning or anything like that, but uh, it's a pleasure to have you join me. Thank you very much for your time. Um, so before we get into talking about uh, Blue Violet and all things photo book related, it would be great if you could give us a brief introduction to yourself and your work.
1: Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. I'm overjoyed and honoured and it's, you know, I love photo books, books so much. It's sort of my a deep passion I'm a deep obsession I've been buying photo books and scrap before and I had no money I would spend every penny I did have on photo books and I would sleep amongst them so anyway nothing's changed and so I really <laughs> am honored to be here and, and, and you know book nerding out with you today um so I am a uh, photographer working primarily in large format color and also a writer um I have been making work for probably 30 years now. Um, I live in Maine, I'm English by birth, but I live, I'm also American. Um, I live in Maine with my husband and my daughter Scout. And I think for me living in the more rural environment, it really inspires me. So I try and make work every day from where I live and my writing and my photographs are really sort of observations really. I think of them as note-taking of sort of what stopped me today, what surprised me, what do I not understand, what do I want to celebrate, what do I want to sort of look at later. So it's sort of this form of note-taking. And I've had four books of which Blue Violet is my fourth um, and uh, have been working uh, combining text and image Uh, initially I wrote just as a way to access more images and then when I put out my first book in 2010 I felt like just the the words and the pictures together added up to more than some of their parts so that's how it first uh, came about. The writing has a sort of confessional somehow people think it's sort of journalist but it's very much edited and reworked. Um, I try and write and make pictures every day and sort of never one to the other but put them together when I bring the books um, when i edit the books and sequence the books so that's is that enough is that me yeah, a, that, a, absolutely
0: yeah that that that's right. perfect it's, it's really interesting okay. just to hear you talk about i suppose your approach to certain things such as how you you photograph and you write separately but yet when yeah. they come together they work really well because yeah for me a lot of the, a lot of what you write about the images just work and connect so strongly with it and vice versa the, the what you're what you're photographing connects very much to your to your to your writing so it's, it's quite interesting to hear and how, how do you approach it I suppose it's it's not what I suppose many people would class as a true traditional photo book because there are lots of different elements and contributions in terms of your writing your drawings as well which which I think are wonderful I really enjoy your lists as well your your kind of your the, the various ones of the, the one which it was your deep your different colours going from A to E to Z and then and then also zero to nine as well. So how how, how did you kind of approach this 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 book? Yeah. Because it is is there's there's so many different elements that work so well together.
1: Well, and I wanted it to not just be, thanks so much for that. I wanted it to not just be a straight photo book. I wanted to, I've yep. always been interested in the narrative. The content of my pictures has always been what drives the work. And then the form is always in support of the content. And so that really led to how I feel about books as well. I wanted it to be this full experience experience. Um, and so in all of my books, there's been this text and image, the first book was sort of more handwriting, and then we explored, um, you know, different types, we would write on the, the with the designer, I yeah. uh, would write on the first couple of books we write on the images themselves. Um, and then with blue violet. I wanted uh, to to sort of take it to the next level. And I figured that the reader would forgive me if the drawings or the illustrations weren't perfect, but it felt important that it was in my hand. Um, And, you know, this, I've always loved lists and maps and, you know, this (laughs) idea of mapping a life through perfume or mapping, what I worked on yesterday, was mapping a life through the books that I've read um, that have forever changed me. So I wanted to sort of put that in because Blue Violet is about living and dying. It's about the senses, right? And I wanted to find whatever I could, like putting in place playlist so my hope was that actually someone the reader would actually make that playlist and listen to it you know because it's kind of anthems about women and um and related to often to flowers you know I mean the flowers really are metaphorical and and and, um uh, you know because they 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 attack so many of the senses right that we can eat flowers and um you know obviously smell and touch and 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 sight but even sound I thought originally blue violet was um was uh sequence by senses and then yep. that felt wrong because in many ways the whole thing is about synesthesia right the mixing up of senses yeah. but I had so much to say about sound um so you know the way I typically work is you know I have my home studio where I am right now and it's right next to the kitchen and it's literally I'm in and out I'm making something and then I'm coming in to edit or I'm writing an email and then I'm taking you know my kid out to the school bus and yep. so it's this intermix of life and art and I love that. I, you know, I actually feel like it really feeds my work, just the sort of the daily life and the daily sort of interruption in the studio. And then when yeah. it comes to putting together a book, uh, I rent or oh, I have a space in a town about eight miles away and it's a big old school room and it's with oh. um chalkboards, which I actually sort of magnetize very painfully it took so many coats but anyway um and I sequence the book and it's completely empty and it's not domesticated at all and it's just like this empty room and I that's how I sort of when it come to when I think I have enough content by tech with both text and image. Yeah. I print them all out. It's a real analog physical experience. And tough. I lay them out on the floor, on the wall. And then I think that could go with this, and this could go with this. And, and you know, and it's a matter of days, months trying to figure out well, what's missing, what doesn't make sense, because I want it to flow with a start, middle, and end. It's not just a visual experience, um, which a yeah. lot of photo books are, and they're wonderful for that. But I want visual and content. You know, there's a narrative often.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's the and particularly with the writings and your drawings. There's, there's, I suppose there's that yeah. added challenge of getting that all to flow together. It's not just the sequencing of the images. It's also, it's also the 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 words that you're you're producing as well. And for me, it's it's definitely a book that you can just return to over and over again. And and you just dip into little bits and pieces here and there, which for which for me is what. One of the beauties of books is that you can just pick one up off the shelf and, and return to it and, and get so much enjoyment and pleasure from it over and over again without having to scroll through a website to see where you last were. Um, yeah, and, I mean, the physicality of it all, right? Yeah. I mean, that's
1: why we Blue Violet we did the French Fold, which yes. means it's the closed the edge out. So, and I had a couple of people when they first got there, so they wrote to me and they were like, like, no, I don't want my money back. I don't, just so you know, though, my pages are uncut. And someone would write and say, is it? Is it, am I supposed to put flowers in between the pages? I was like, don't do that, you'll stain it. Um, but I sort of love that. I mean, why I did it was so that instead of 208 pages, there would be, you know, 416. So the weight is about tactile. Yeah. It's, way it flips and flows I mean I'm a total book nerd like you and you know for me the smell of ink is so important Uh, the the feel of a book the weight of a cover like I can't read a kindle because it's it's like they've got no covers it's just ah you know I mean if I'm in love with a book I have to have that exact cover I can't order the English version or the you know (laughs) like I have to have the one that beautiful right yeah um so you know that content and uh you know the way a book feels I think it's just it's just so important, isn't
0: it? Absolutely, it's it's all for me. It's all part of the experience, and it's all it's it's where the attention to detail comes into as well. Once you've once you've got your work ready, it's right. Okay, how 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 is the best way? What's the best format in the book? And as you say, the French press is great. I remember once I think someone had had a book and someone had done the French press, but they'd printed on the inside, on the on the reverse side as well. Um, which, which, was, which was fantastic. It was such a different way of doing it. So you can't actually, and it was from memory, it was like an enhanced version of what you were looking at on the outside page. So it was, it was really yeah. quite, it was quite well done. And these things always, I, I find they're fascinating and, and so interesting to do and just add a bit of detail. But, but no, it's, uh, for me, I, I love the whole vibrancy of the colors as well from the, from the, from the, the end papers to start with, you open and you know exactly that you've arrived. It's like boom, right there we are. It's the bright, bright pink. But the colors- oh yeah, like
1: it, it burns your eyes. Like you, you, you know, see it's opposite if you look somewhere else afterwards. You know, That's I love it. that.
0: But, but, but yeah. it, it's it's such it gives it gives you such a warm feeling when you when you open it you you then know right okay I'm now you're now there and you then think right okay that the flowers that it just there's just such a connection through the vibrancy of the colors and really really deep and for me it just it kind of sucks you in you feel as though you're actually there and and some of your pictures where you're kind of looking up through into the sky beyond I I think yeah it's just it kind of makes you feel as though you're in that environment in in and amongst the flowers and the wildlife as well.
1: Yeah, I think that was my intent. I wanted it, you know, it had to be full bleed. That was like without Mm. a question, right? It couldn't have contained white borders. and, um, And I wanted it to feel like I love a book that's like a feast where you can only look at like, I'm going to look at 10 pages tonight. Otherwise, it'd be too, I'd be too greedy. You know? And you're like almost sleeping under your pillow because you're like, can I, you know, bit by bit. And so I wanted it to feel that it had that experience. So people could just read it straight through in one long sitting or um, or in one sitting, rather. Um, or they could just dip in and out and it feel like it's sort of, it, it, that it gives energy and, ha- you know, it has feast for yeah. the eyes. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. I know exactly what you mean in terms of the full bleed. There's, there's some books that, it work. It doesn't work when it's full yeah. bleed, but definitely, uh, definitely, just the the vibrancy and, and the the life that is brought by the images. Yeah, full, anything but full bleed. It would seem, it would seem yeah, strange. Yeah, I was really
1: influenced by um Japanese photo books. You know the yeah. way. I, I mean, you know, I think that it's so much to to be learned from the way Japanese photo books. You know historically and contemporary work you know um that the smell of the ink particularly these matte black pages and um and also this idea of the irreverence you know with you know western um western bindings you know in traditional photo books where it's a blank page on the left and then the image on the right and yeah. you know and And there's, it's no cropping and, you know, whereas you'll see some Japanese photo books like um, Mariyama and he'll be cropping in on a certain image. You'll see an image repeat from book to book and it's flipped, it's inverted, it's, you know, zoomed in. And I love that, that it's so freer. Like I love, you know, exhibitions and gallery spaces um, but a book is a different experience. And so we should take advantage of that. And so I think I've learned a lot from really studying Japanese yeah.
0: Well, the, the Japanese really love their photo books. There's a there's a good website I have used in the past to buy some very old Japanese photo books, yeah. incredibly expensive, but some beautiful examples and, and they really value and, and appreciate their books and you see some incredible just people really mm-hmm. taking it to, to the extreme and trying some and pushing it really differently. Um, and it's great to see that, it, that what what you've done is so different. You've got some pages which it, the text is really big and bold, and then the next page it's back to just a nice small paragraph in the corner, and and and, and mix mixing it up, and it it keeps it keeps a, a beautiful variation throughout the book. So it feels as though it's like constantly evolving and constantly changing, just as you are taking your I suppose you're taking your note taking in terms of how you describe your work. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and, and to that point, I mean, I have to give credit to the book designer I work with, Jeanette yep. Um, I mean, she's brilliant. And, and it was such a joy to work with her. She would say, how about this? And my response was, yes, you know, we were right on the same page. You know, when you work with someone and you yep. just, it was complete love affair. I was sending her shoes and stuff. I like, you know, I was like, please work on my next book with me, you know, um, and just, you know, she just really good and knew her stuff and just was excited and a publisher that really didn't get in the way any you know just the answer was yes too
0: yeah
1: um although i'm really thinking for the next one I, printing inside even if it was just a hot pink or just a color it would that would be that would take it up another level
0: you know that, that well that, that's say yeah you could just do something real real different not see what page it's in just on one page or something yeah, one page yeah, somewhere yeah, through like the middle just just do something and see see who the first person is to to, to spot it because again it, just, it these things it's all so it's all part of the experience for the for whoever, it is, whoever it's, is. it's
1: playing isn't it it's playing mm. it's trying new things it's exciting I mean that's what I love in a in a photo book um yeah, to be taken to, like, any book in a way or any any literature. You read it. You're, when you finished it, you're in a slightly different place. You're, like, picked up and put down in a slightly different you're, – you're forever changed a bit, you know? Yeah,
0: and, and how, did, know, how did you find the process of working with a designer? Obviously, this is your fourth book, so you're, you've you've experienced of, of doing it in the past. How was this experience? And obviously, it's quite a lot of text and and drawings yeah. and, and other elements as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've been lucky. So for my first three books, I worked with Deb Wood, who was extraordinary. And then when I moved over to Monticelli, I was working with Jeanette Bank and, um, she just was fearless you know she was not scared of me you know and she in fact really encouraged the uh the illustrations at one point in the beginning we thought well perhaps we should hire an illustrator to do it and she was like no you've got this and so you know that was a whole new thing I was experiencing every night I would just like watercolor in my you know the mind map the pink and and I loved it I loved it listened to music and um it just became this I sort of was sad when it was over because it became really nice so typically I make work you know first thing in the morning when you know really early when it's still dark or and and or when it's first light or it's or it's sunset you know the beautiful light and then nice. I write in the morning too so typically at six o'clock I'm not between you know six and bedtime I'm sort of done I've gotten up early I'm, I'm tired you know so that was like this new thing that came onto my schedule and I really enjoyed it It was beautiful
0: yeah, well, that that's it, and it's it's something I'm sure you'll take forward into into your fourth into your next book as well as as you say everyone you're always evolving. Your first book, you then discover things that you want to take on into your second, third, or or you've seen another book that actually you, something inspires you elsewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely that's I'm I was talking to someone yesterday where we were saying we'd be obsessively buying books, you know, when you go through that stage, but you're not spending <laughs> enough time with them. I was like, I need a month. I need yeah. a month just to like close the doors and just, which I'm gonna do this summer and just absorb and read both novels and photo books. And cause my stack, to read is um I need to stop buying. I should be like uh you know, but I can't help it. Well I said We
0: we all go through these phases, particularly when there's a book that you come out and it's a short print run that you you're not sure if it's gonna be done as a second edition or not. And you think right? I probably shouldn't, but actually if I don't do it, I'm gonna I'm gonna live to regret it. And it just is another one piles up and up and up. And at yeah. some point, yeah, you do you do need a bit of time to sit down and yeah. and enjoy them all and and, and spend proper time. With yeah, with the definitely. books and just experience the the the, the, tap, yeah. the tactile aspects of them because uh, yeah that that's part of the that's part of the thing I I love about books and artist books as well which which agains great where you can really go to town but for for me it's like there's a real feeling of. Your book is your book is like semi it feels like an artist book. It feels like a real journal as opposed to the traditional book. And I, I, I must say I really love the glossy the glossy paper that you that you've yeah. gone for because I think it it just really brings it brings the subjects and the photographs to life for, for me, certainly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was something that we really, we did loads of paper testing. And, you know, Monticelli, they were really great about sort of, let's try this, let's try different types of cover, and we ended up with printed cloth, but we had lots of different variations. And, you know, one thing I want to say, and I'm, uh, you know, that I think, so I teach bookbinding, and um And, and have done for probably 15 years or 20 years. Um, but, you know, I think I always encourage everyone, every photographer, because every photographer wants a book. Like, the, It's it like, goes together like a cup of tea and, and a biscuit or something. They're, yep. like, they're just toast and butter, you know? Um, every photographer wants a book. And even if you're not, you know, very sort of like crafty or hand, you know, some people are really, you know, very precise with their cutting. And um, even if you're not that way, just even glimpsing into what goes into creating a book, all the decisions like the color of the type, the size of the will you have um, page numbers? Will it be this font? Will it be that? You know, just all those considerations, the different type of paper, they all lend itself to the form, to the visual language of your book, your content of your pictures. So even just like taking a workshop or something like that, just to like look look into what goes into all those decisions you'll be forever changed and then be able to because you only know what you know right and so yeah. when it comes to doing a book you can then say all right I I think it needs to be this shape because the book is about I don't know towers or something
0: you know uh, absolutely and also sequencing as well I think it's yeah. to to um, to have an opportunity to to do some sequencing as part of a of, as part yeah. of a workshop Um, With your own work with having however many other total unknowns looking at your work with total fresh pair of eyes for me it's it changed my whole approach to my photography in terms of doing books because you, you begin to look at something that actually all works together as opposed to one shot here one shot there and all over the place but but yeah this the whole sequencing aspect i think you you could give 100 pictures to 100 photographers and you'll get entirely different sequences from what everyone sees through their own eyes
1: Exactly. I mean, and sequencing, oh my God, I love sequencing. It's like <laughs> such a joy to put together things that you wouldn't expect, yeah. you know, but also that really speak to each other, both formally, you know, palette-wise. I mean, all of it. It's just so fun to sort of collide worlds, isn't it? And and see what can work next to each other and what needs its own page, you know?
0: That's it. And what doesn't work. The the the, the, right. the big classic is always your favourite images that you desperately want to make. Yeah. A sequence, but you know fine well that... Uh, they just they just don't work and they've got to go and um, I think that's once people once the people manage to do that for the first time then I think they find it much easier because you do become ruthless. but at the same time I think everyone benefits from having fresh eyes looking at your work you spend yeah, so much time seeing absolutely. your own work yeah
1: yeah everyone needs a fresh pair of eyes whether it's a you know, a friend or group or someone, you know, that, you know, outside of your, you know, someone professionally you've hired or just that, that second, because we just don't see it after a while. You've been set, you drive yourself mad, you know?
0: Yeah. And how, how important are books in your work? Because you obviously you've made various handmade books as well. They're obviously an important output for you for, for, for the work that you do
1: you know, I mean, I, for me, I just, I have always, even as a kid, I loved, you know, love books and um, always wanted, but, you know, started making pictures in my teens and knew that I wanted a book and that it was, that was going to happen. I wouldn't be talked out of it. I was tenacious in my uh, sort of uh, need for a book and, uh, you know, and I just, I I love them. I, I love the idea and I, ISBN number is forever. And it becomes in a way, it just, it, it's, it's, I think of it as such as this sort of powerful, beautiful mark making. I just have a deep reverence for all books and, um, you know, love to be surrounded by them. So for me, I don't work in projects anymore necessarily or portfolios. I work in books. Okay. I'm working on my next book now. Or that was that book. And, um, for me, it's sort of this perfect home stage for that particular group of pictures. You know, I, I very much feel that I think there's a tendency for, um, photographers for us to sort of try and make these monograph these sort of um greatest hits or all our pictures in one and i much nice. prefer books that are around one idea or one theme
0: yep. um it's
1: a bit like greatest hits of music or something you know i'm just less interested in best ofs um, there's something about you know, something about the songs that wouldn't make it to the best of or yeah. like the photographs that wouldn't make it to the best of that actually are so telling and important, even though they're maybe not the ones you would buy or something, that I just, I love that journey of a book and seeing how an artist has put it together and, um you know, yes, yeah, start to finish. I just, it's yeah. really important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think you can gain so much from, from, looking through someone's book that they have put together because the amount amount of time and dedication that someone that people have taken to think about the sequence and to think about just the the, as we've talked about all the tactile elements of the book in terms of how they want their work to be presented how how they think others should be viewing their work and everyone has got Yeah. yeah there's a million different wee elements as you say font sizes Page bleed, everything like that. Cover paper choices, all those things that just all make them all slightly unique. But it's all so much more interesting, and for me as well, they don't always necessarily need to be huge, big, the big classic coffee table books, but going to be small. No, zines I mean
1: I do. love. We were talking before, I, you yeah. know, I love zines. I absolutely love zines. So they feel, you know, there's something that is not so monumental about a zine that it's sort of around one idea i actually love newsprint paper um so i love a big glossy shiny book too but you know a zine is extraordinary or small little books around or a map a map that's a book Yeah. um just playing with form much more so than You know the sort of massive. You know, there's massive the Tasha ones that you need. It comes with a table. You know, those to me I'm less interested in. Not that they're not beautiful, but just because it becomes less accessible. There's something about curling up with a book. You know, in bed or in the bath. I'm quite hard on all my books. I don't keep them. You know, some of them have gone on to, you know, they've gone on to be worth quite a lot of money. But they've all got tea stains on, or you know, I've just (laughs) ruined them slowly. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be usable, and you find some books that are quite big, and as much as I love them, you're always still a bit cautious and nervousness about them, whereas it's quite nice to able to just grab something off the shelf, and as you say, yeah, tea stains appear and all of it. Yeah, but bits. you love
1: it. It's lived. I mean, I often, you know, I... With my with novels anyway, I definitely write in the margins in pen. I yep. you know I write all through my a lot of my books and um you know and some people might find that kind of you know, shocking, but I, you know, I leave I'm writing art books with pen, but I'm, I'm using them. I'm, I'm, I'm living with them. You know, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, there'll, be, there'll be a lot of people frown when, when, when they hear the fact that someone's maybe taking pain to, to, to some, some rare, rare limited edition book or something like that. But as you say, it's like, you're living with them. You've got to, they're, yeah. they're you don't, I certainly don't buy books with a view at some point they'll be worth X Y Z whatever I buy them because I want to enjoy the work and um, you you you're not going to enjoy the work if you sit them in a in a pretty case or something like that on the shelf and never actually take them out. What's the what, what's the point? It's
1: like a camera. It's like posh cameras. If you're only using your iPhone, then what's the point? You know, cameras are no use where they're just sitting on the shelf, are they? You know, Absolutely. The, you've got to you've got to find a camera that. You have with you. And if that's an iPhone, then so be it. Great. You know? Yeah. Uh, sometimes I think that you know, idea of just things on the shelf was just collecting dust, you know?
0: Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. But uh, I'm always really interested to hear other people's favorite photo books. So I'd be very curious to hear five of five or six. I'm sure you've probably got very many. You did mention it was a tif- difficult, ch- difficult challenge, but it's supposed to be. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah. interested to hear your photo books because it's quite interesting. People quite often select books that have a special meaning to them, be it something that they got them into photography when they were young, or something that's just totally different from what they maybe go and shoot the sort of work that they shoot themselves.
1: Yeah, it's hard to separate that, you know, because yeah. I mean, there's there's books that I that got me into photography, like Chris Killips. Um yeah. you know, and so. But it wouldn't necessarily. That's quite traditional. That book. It wouldn't be a book that I would I would pick now, you know. Yeah. Um. In terms of you know, uh, it. I really I feel like I'm drawn to more text and image books. Mm. Um. I just love. I love reading and and text whether a photographer has written rather than someone else written Um, I always read um I always read the essays by whoever you know and it's really disappointing if it feels cold or disconnected Mm -hmm. so um okay so the um, the
0: thing is that the text really gives a great context to the book as well and I you be I think from personally I've seen more and more books recently come out with bit more text because i think it doesn't it's like i don't even mind having the text at the very end because sometimes it's quite nice to just enjoy enjoy yeah. the work and then you it's like as with yours it's like the afterward it's it's it gives a bit of context to 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 it at the end which i think is quite a nice way to do you can go through it come to your own conclusions make your own mind up about what it is and then it's, it's kind of like the finishing closing remarks really yeah.
1: I agree. I sometimes I find it disappointing when there isn't anything from the photographer. It feels like like yeah. kinda I feel a bit let down by it. because I, I, I know that most people don't most people don't like to write. They feel like if I would why do I be a writer? I'm a photographer. But I don't know. There's something about pushing yourself to like say it I think it's mm. really uh, I don't know it's a pretty powerful thing I mean for example like Sally Mann's introduction in all of her books she's an incredible writer They're, it's beautiful um I'm thinking of also um uh, Joel Peter Witkin his essay his master's thesis have you ever read it nope. uh, it's in one of his books one of the um the, and it's about picking up um a a decapitated head on the side of the road and it's just like like (laughs) you can't believe it but it makes sense why his pictures are why they are then you know i mean it's just like you're you're allowed into the world like photography is very like photographs are great at like little shrouding i know my pictures do that i can sort of cover up what i'm thinking through metaphor and it's like is it it's like poetry it can be like is it, you know, what is that, what does it mean? You know, yep. um, whereas you know, when you put it down in declarative text, there's something that's a real stamp. Um, yep. I love the one, so to get back. So I love yep. um, Rinko Karachi's Illuminance, I think is an extraordinary book on sequencing. I mean, it's brilliant. Yep. they just and the lovely thing about aperture is they don't let things go out of print really they yeah. put it back out there again so you could it's accessible it's not hundreds of dollars so that one for sure um Rebecca Norris Webb's my Dakota she's writing about the death of her brother and its work it's all found it's not constructed um the photographs and it's about her in her grief driving around. Um, Dakota, um, South Dakota. I think it was. Yeah. I think that's a, um, you know, a, I think she's wonderful. Um, an older book now, probably 25 years old. Uh, Andrea Modica's Treadwell. That was such a seminal text for me. I think it's, you know, extraordinary eight by 10 work, um, black and white, just, just gorgeous. And Andrea's incredible. Um, Debbie Fleming Caffrey, The Shadows uh you know really powerful powerful work she's I've, she needs to be more known I think she's a really uh sort of extraordinary photographer um okay what else how many is that but there's so many I feel bad I feel um oh, Eleanor Garucci's okay. poster I love that book that was really a trailblazer um a book, uh, um, it's called Ghetto. It's by Adam Oliver Channerin and Adam, do you know who I mean? Broom?
0: Nope. Nope. Nope.
1: Uh, mm. Let me, let me, if I find it <laughs> anyway um that's a book that I have come back to many many times I'm trying to think about all the books that I would you know press into students hands and say listen you know this is yeah. you need to you need to read this I mean of course the Americans I mean you're that's uh, Robert Frank's yes. you know if you're a photo if you love photography you have to have that book and Cartier-Bresson's Decisive Moment and um you know again uh, I just got Odette England's diary character, which I'm really uh, interested in. That looks really, just really unusual. Um, it's always something nice. To many have many many. Many.
0: No, I, I, it's, it's always nice to have an unusual book. I always quite like when something arrives and it, it is a bit unusual, a bit different. Um, it's quite nice, and I quite I, I like buying quite a few books that particularly for just a different form of construction or binding that I find quite interesting as well. It's quite nice from that point of view.
1: Yeah, it seems more and more that smaller presses are doing kind of, uh, art, they feel like artist books with spiral yeah. bounds and with fold outs and things that, you know, larger trade presses probably wouldn't do. It'd be too much to do on a sort of, you know, Heidelberg or something. So I, it's really exciting what I'm seeing right now with the sort of the, the unusual form of a, of a lot of books that are coming out.
0: Yeah, that's and why how- I
1: love to go to like Perry Photo or to Apad or to Photo London, which is next week. To you know, go and look at all the books there because you can't, you know. That was one thing I missed most in COVID. I I don't want to buy a book online really. I want to go and like touch them and discover and and yes. you know that way.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully we're now being able to recover and get back to a bit of normality. And as you say, yeah, Photo London's next week, so. It'll be okay. interesting to see what's on show there, um, and then hopefully all these things begin to kick off into yeah. the future as well. So, what what are your plans for the future? Are you working on a new book? A new book, as you say, or yes? Yeah,
1: yes. I'm actually hard at work. I've been because I finished Blue Violet a year and a half ago, right? Yes. Yeah. It was half a year in in design, and then it came out um a year ago. So maybe even more like two years ago because of you know shipping yeah. and all that stuff, and it's. Uh, with COVID. Anyway, so um, I am hard at work. I'm, you know, year and a half, two years into the book, and it'll be a companion to Blue Violet. I don't have a title yet. Um, And it's as much as I explore into use flowers as a metaphor and Blue Violet. I'm doing the same with color. So really a deep dive into into color, my love of color and my obsession with how color affects the body and the psychology of color. Um, So I'm really excited about that.
0: That sounds yeah. That sounds really interesting. And having seen the vibrancy of the colours and your and your colour lists in blue violet, I'm looking forward to seeing how you how you kind of take that forward and and will you continue yeah. with the process of your drawings and 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 sketches yeah. and text? Yes.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Take that as far as I can, and thinking about other timelines and. Um, you know, all through Blue Violet, it explores, it sort of mixes factual information, scientific yes. information. Yep. And so I'm doing similar things with color of just the histories of color yeah. and, um, and you know, just these sort of quirky, strange facts that strike me and then turning it into a piece of creative writing. Um, yeah. And then just photographing. I'm fine I'm photographing more and more at night. Okay. Um, and I yeah. think that's the way that color, you know, it's color comes forward against darkness which yes. then recedes so thinking about the physics of light and physics of color but in a really non-dry way that's what i'm hoping for anyway right. so this should be out um probably end of 22 what are we now yeah i mean it's yeah uh, maybe 25 i mean it takes you know a full year of, of uh production doesn't
0: it yeah sounds fascinating so yeah certainly ser- certainly to keep you busy and yeah it's, i suppose it's nice to nice to maybe be shooting more at night and and yeah trying yeah. just to see how, how see how that varies the results
1: yeah and just to do something different you know like yeah. no one wants to be in the same picture and and so you know i've been i've been i what i think i love is that i know i'm in this for life right and and i've you know been doing it for life so far and and i just love that idea of trying to make pictures that i've never made before have experiences you know yep. with my writing and with drawing that I've never done before so that you know just so it feels fresh for me and the, the reader you know yeah. so I'm excited it will be the same format so it will sit like a, a, a side by power. side yeah, exactly so we won't it won't change the format it will be the same amount of the pages so that sort of constraint is actually kind of lovely to know that part and then yeah. That hopefully be explode and
0: be wild inside well that's it i suppose knowing the kind of format and the structure that you're taking it to it, it kind of gives you a starting point that allows you to then work yeah. back in terms of how you're going to how you how you're going to piece it piece it all together and, and i suppose the content and the form and shape that you need to produce everything in. brilliant yeah
1: that's it
0: Excellent. Well, on that note, I'd just like to thank you very much. It really has been an absolute pleasure chatting to you about uh, about all things photo book related. Um, I hope to do the same when your next book is out because, um, yeah, it's been wonderful. I always love a good conversation about books in general and photo books because you can't beat them, frankly, to be honest. so.
1: You just can't. They're the best. And uh, so, yeah, we get any time you want to chat photo books. I'm
0: here. (laughs) Well, I shall let you go. But thank you very much for your time. Sig. Thank you.
1: You're so welcome. I loved it. Take care. Have a good week.